Hola, mi gente. My name is Jessica Yanez, and I want you to join me for some wine and chisme. The Wine and Chisme podcast was created to amplify voices across communities of color, all while drinking a glass of wine. From wine talk, interviews, and recaps of all things pop culture, join me every Wednesday for the chisme. Please make sure to check out the Wine and Chisme podcast and other amazing podcasts as part of the Latina Podcasters Network. Hey girl, I'm Micaela, a mother, wife, Jesus follower, podcaster, empowerment coach, and a Chicana who loves her cafecito. I'm on a mission to empower each mujer to give herself permission to be the woman God created her to be. Because just like you, I wear many hats. Girl, I see you trying to take care of everyone else. But on this podcast, I invite you to grab your cafecito or glass of wine, sit back, relax, because I'm going to mentor you and teach you how to stop being afraid of becoming the woman you know you were meant to be. So you ready? All right, girl, let's do this. girl welcome to a new episode of the fearless mujer so excited that you're here thank you for stopping by for another cup of virtual cafecito this is Micaela. if you're new to the podcast welcome i am the voice behind this podcast i am a mother a wife i am a faith-filled mujer i'm originally from chicago but now i live in texas and i am the founder of fearless mujer empowerment coaching one of the things that i love to help women do I love to empower them and equip them with tools so that they can step into the more for their life. I help women really ignite their confidence and I help them create balance and boundaries so that they can pursue those bigger goals and those bigger dreams. And one of the things that I've learned doing the work that I do is that mujeres are so powerful. However, Because of things that we've gone through, maybe trauma, abuse, dysfunction, maybe because of where we come from, we have forgotten who we really are. We have forgotten our power. And so I love to help women begin to expose some of the lies that they have been believing. Because once you're able to expose the lies, whether they came from what people said about you or if they came from you making some mistakes, a lot of those lies will stop you from actually stepping into the more that God has created you for. And so when women are able to finally expose the lies and really tap into their passion and begin creating that balance and those boundaries, they're able to really tap into who they are at their core and discover what they're passionate about so that they can pursue the more for their life. And I just love seeing women begin to flourish and grow and find their voice. It's such a powerful thing. So if you're new, welcome. Thank you for hanging out with me. And I do want to let you guys know, um, if you're following me on Instagram at the Fearless Mujer Podcast, I posted that I have three 60% off scholarships. So I had announced the mastermind. However, after talking to my business coach, and it is the new year and I'm writing a book, I decided that because my strength and my power is in working one-on-one with people, I am offering 60% off scholarships. There's only three of them left. So if you want to grab one of those and you've been wanting to work one-on-one with me, you've maybe been listening to me for a while or connecting with me, 
following me, whatever it is, and you're feeling like, man, this is my year to grow. This is my year to really discover what it is that I want for my life and to really discover how to step into my authority. So whatever it is that you feel that I can help you with, or if you want to see if we'd be a good fit, hit me up on Instagram at the Fearless Mujer Podcast, and I can tell you more about the scholarship. I would love to connect with you and get to know you more. Now, here's what I'm going to ask you today, okay? Here's what I want to know. Are you judging yourself? Are you doing negative self-talk and you are having these thoughts about yourself? Do you even know that you're having negative self-talk? Are you a person that when you make a mistake, you start saying things to yourself and listen, Don't be ashamed of this if this is you, if you're struggling with the negative self-talk. Because let me tell you, I had a mean negative negative self-talk game. That's like a tongue twister. (laughs) I had a mean negative self-talk game back in the day. I get it, okay? If you are struggling with talking down to yourself, beating yourself down when you make a mistake or whatever it is, however it happens, that you have this really, really crazy inner critic in your brain, right, that is constantly talking down to you. If if you're doing that, you're judging yourself, okay? So here's what I'm going to say to you. Stop judging yourself. Stop judging yourself. Because when you judge yourself, when you do the negative self-talk, when you are telling yourself, like, I could never do that, or you're comparing yourself to people on social media, when maybe you post something, whatever it is, or maybe you go live, whatever it is that you do on social media, and maybe nobody likes it, maybe nobody comments, and then suddenly you decide, well, it's because I sounded stupid. Well, it's because nobody really likes me. Well, it's because you know, whatever it is, right? If you're doing that, you're judging yourself. And if you're doing that, you have to stop that, okay? Why do you have to stop? Number one, it's not good for you, obviously, right? But your thoughts are so powerful. And our brain is so powerful. And you've probably heard me say this, You literally program your brain to think certain things. So if you're constantly telling yourself the same thing over and over, then your energy is not going to be great, right? If you're telling yourself, like, I'm not good enough, I could never do that. Let's just say that you go in for a job interview and you're thinking, right? This is why it's so important to pay attention to what you're thinking. You're thinking, they're probably not going to hire me anyway. I'm not that qualified. You know, I didn't finish getting my degree, whatever it is. Maybe I'm not, you know, I don't look like the right person for it. Whatever it is that you're telling yourself, you have to stop that. Because if you're about to go to an interview and then you're like, man, you know, they might not even hire me. I'm not qualified. I don't have this. I don't have that. I don't have that certification. I don't, I didn't finish my degree. I, whatever it is. Or maybe I went to community college. I didn't go to a university, right? There's all these things that we can tell ourselves. And if you dig deeper, you can actually find that you might have heard somebody say something similar when you were growing up. 
But let's say that this is happening, right? On your way to the interview, you've been thinking this. And then you go to the interview on your way there. You're like really nervous or you get to the interview and you're just not feeling it. Has that ever happened to you? You're just like not feeling it. What do you think is going to happen when you get there? Are you going to be excited? Are you going to be ready to tackle this job interview? If you have been telling yourself the whole time, oh, well, I'm probably not going to get it. Well, I don't have this. Well, I don't have that. How do you think you're going to feel on the inside, internally? See, and, and one of the things is that when you start to tell yourself something and you're feeding this into your mind, your mind, your brain is believing it. And when you start thinking stuff right over and over and over, suddenly you're not really feeling like 100%. So it's so important that if you are doing the negative self-talk that you free yourself from that. And I'm going to help you, okay, on this episode, I'm going to help you just a little bit, right? Obviously, I can talk for a long time, but I'm going to help you on this episode. So if you have a pen and paper, if you're driving, you can always come back and re-listen. And we'll dive into that a little bit later. But here's what I want to tell you, okay? People are going to treat you the way that you treat yourself. This is another reason why you have to stop judging yourself. When you're having the negative self-talk, you're judging yourself. And when you're doing that, how will you ever grow and flourish? It's like it's like a plant. You're not even watering it most of the time. Think about that. Think about if you didn't water your plant all the time. Think about if you didn't have it in the sun all the time. Your plant is going to wither, right? So when you are doing the negative self-talk, your energy you're like slowly kind of withering and you don't even realize it. And that's why it becomes so hard for you to actually fully see yourself for who you are. Okay. Now people will treat you the way that you treat yourself, the way that you carry yourself. You're actually telling people how to treat you. And I've learned this from relationships, right? I've been married now for like almost 14 years. <laughs> for those of you that don't know, I had a little bump in my marriage, right? That's a whole other episode. But I was a single mom. I, I wasn't always married. I had other, you know, relationships. So I've learned that from being in toxic relationships with men, but also from having toxic family members. People are going to treat you the way that you treat yourself. And if you are judging yourself, people are going to pick up on that. They're going to see that, right? They're going to see that, wow, why does she talk about herself like that? Like, I don't know if you've ever, like, maybe you joke about yourself. Maybe there's some part of you that's a little bit insecure and you make a joke about it because you actually feel insecure in that area. And, and when you start to joke about yourself in a certain way, in a negative aspect, you're actually opening the door for other people to do that. And people are humans, right? People are going to disappoint us. So you've got to stop judging yourself. You've got to stop the negative self-talk. Because people will treat you the way that you treat yourself. 
And for the mujer, if you are listening to this podcast, it is because you are a badass. You are a powerful mujer. I already know that. How do I know that? Because that's the women that connect with me. That's the women that reach out to me are women who are powerful. Women who have big dreams, women who want to tackle all that there is for them in this life. And one of the things is that if you are judging yourself, right, <clears throat> you're having negative self-talk, if you're doing that, it's going to be so hard for you to see yourself the way that you really are. And what do I mean by that? There is another version of you, okay? Now, I'm not talking about an alter ego. I'm not talking about that. I am talking about there is more. There is more to who you are. Besides your titles, I've said this before, there is more to who you are. We wear a lot of different hats. The women who listen to this podcast are women who juggle, who wear a lot of different hats, you know, but there's more to who you are than if you're just a mom or a wife or a girlfriend, um, someone who serves at church or a volunteer somewhere, there's more to you. Besides your title at work, there is more to who you are. And a lot of times we are striving, right? We're striving to be better. We're striving to, you know, go out there and, and do what we got to do. And, and we're hard workers, right? Latinas are hard workers. And so we tend to lose ourselves and we tend to forget who we are. And because we're worried about everybody else, because a lot of us, and I say us because I include myself, we were taught to serve everybody else, right? That's how we have value. That's how we have worth. And so when we are busy caring for everyone else, which don't get me wrong, it's a very noble thing. But when we are so busy caring for everyone else, we sometimes forget to care for ourselves. And what happens is that when you start becoming resentful, like maybe you're married and you start telling your husband like, oh, well, I made dinner and you don't even care. And I'm tired. I just came home from work and you don't even care. And then I have to do this with the kids and you don't even care. Or maybe you're a stay-at-home mom and you're like, man, I'm doing everything for the kids. I'm home all day with the kids. And then my husband gets home and he just chills and watches the game, whatever, right? He just wants to eat dinner or he just wants to have sex. I don't know. Hey, we're adults on this podcast, right? So when you start to have those thoughts and you're trying to do everything for everyone. And it's like you have so much on your plate. You're not even able to create boundaries. You're not even able to say like, this is too much. I don't even have time for me. How do I begin to put myself first? How do I begin to create space for myself? When that happens, oh my goodness, it becomes so hard to actually begin discovering who you really are. There is another version of you. And that version of you doesn't feel guilty for pursuing her goals and her dreams. That version of you is able to speak up, right? Now, I'm not saying that you don't speak up because a girl, if you listen to this podcast, I know, I know you speak your mind. I know that for a fact, okay? Because 
every mujer that I talk to that listens to this podcast, she has her own thoughts. She has her own voice, okay? Even the shy women that I have met that either have worked with me or we've connected, they start really opening their mouth and saying like, yeah, I'm not going to feel bad for saying what I need to say. And when you are like, this is a whole other topic, right? With the boundaries. But when you are afraid to say how you really feel, it's because you don't have boundaries. And it's probably because you didn't learn that when you were growing up. Maybe your family didn't have boundaries. Most dysfunctional families don't. Most dysfunctional families, they know how to manipulate. So don't feel bad, girl, if you are like barely learning boundaries because I get it. Okay. But here's the thing. The elevated version of who you are is a person who she does speak her mind and she understands like, I'm not responsible for how other people feel, but I'm going to say what I need to say because I'm important. Because if tonight I didn't cook dinner, it doesn't make me a bad mother. It doesn't make me a bad wife, right? You have to be able to, that's creating space for yourself, believe it or not. When you are able to say, hey, you know what? I was going to make dinner, but tonight I just couldn't because I had to do this. I had to do that. And tonight I just couldn't do it. So guess what? Everybody has sandwiches. Now, why am I even talking about this? I'm talking about this because when you begin to really create those boundaries and when you begin to really create space for yourself and you begin to make yourself a priority it's a lot how could I put this I don't want to say it's harder but the whole negative self-talk suddenly you begin to see things from a new perspective and so the negative self-talk really begins to kind of dim down, if that makes sense. Because what happens when you are doing negative self-talk, you're seeing yourself from like a different perspective, which is like, everything sucks, everything's disappointing, I'm just not that good, or whatever it is, right? I suck as a mom. Like negative self-talk can go like, it can go so deep, you guys. Like, like, who do you think you are? You're so stupid. You're fat. Look at you. Like, you can't even get yourself looking good or your outfit. Like, it it could just be the smallest thing and it you just pick at it. And there's so much power in your tongue that you could literally tear yourself down with your words. So when you start to speak up, when you start to make yourself a priority, you start to create space for yourself then what happens is that now you're not feeling as bad, right? You're not feeling like, well, I didn't cook dinner, so I'm a bad mom. No, you're like, hey, stuff happens. I'm juggling. I went to work and then I came home and I just I just can't cook dinner because I'm exhausted. I, I want to take a nap, right? It's those kind of things where you're able to really get real with yourself and able to speak up. And the more you do it, the less heaviness you feel. The more you do it, the more peace you feel, the more freedom you have. And remember what I said, the way you carry yourself, you're actually telling people how to treat you. 
So why is it important? And why am I even talking about this? Because when you judge yourself, a lot of times you're doing it because of what other people have said to you. When you judge yourself, a lot of times you're doing it because of how people talk to you when you were growing up. And you've only been able to see yourself through the eyes of other people. Other people who maybe told you you're so stupid, you don't even know how to talk. So what happens now, there is a wound that you are carrying. And if you don't expose that, you won't be able to actually step into the more. Because let's just say that part of your purpose is to go and, I don't know, communicate, talk to people. But if you have this wound, if you judge yourself, right, because of what people said that, well, you're not good. You don't know how to talk. You don't know how to do that. ¿Cómo vas a hacer eso? Tú no puedes hacer eso. No fuiste a la escuela. Whatever, whatever, right? Now you hold yourself back. Even if you're really drawn to that thing. If there is something that you are really drawn to, like I say, there's something on your heart that gets louder. You're really drawn to it. It doesn't go away. But every time you want to do it, you don't because you're scared or you remember man, but my dad or my mom or my tia used to tell me that I wasn't good at that. Or man, one time I tried to do that and people made fun of me. Look, the other day I told you guys something, okay? I don't know if you remember, but I said to you guys, people used to make fun of my voice all the freaking time ever since I was little because I had a squeaky voice, okay? Literally. And people made fun of me all the time. And my voice, listen, you guys, if you know me personally, my voice can get pretty high pitched. If you know me personally, and I'm just like not being a coach, not podcasting, I'm just being your friend. And I get excited. Girl, my voice will go to another volume. (laughs) And so people made fun of me. People made fun of my voice. So this is kind of interesting. I grew up in Chicago, but I lived in Texas for like three years, I think, because my parents were divorced. And because my voice was squeaky and also my name, people couldn't pronounce my name. Everybody called me Mickey. And it was because my voice was squeaky. So anyway, that's a whole other story. But I was made fun of. I was made fun of for my voice. And here I am podcasting. So why am I saying that? Because a lot of times you end up being so good at what you are afraid to do. Put it that way. And I always believe that when you stretch yourself, when you push your limits, when you do it afraid and you push your limits... You will freaking shock yourself. When you are intentional, you will surprise yourself. But you have to stop judging yourself. So here's what I want to ask you. I've done this before and I just think it's so powerful. Think about what three things you say about yourself. 
What three things do you say that are like negative about yourself that you think about yourself? And girl, it could be something that nobody knows. What is that? So one of my things was that I used to say, like when I wanted to do something and, you know, anytime you're doing something out of your comfort zone, you get scared. It's it's just, it's like that, right? It's It's a normal thing. And so... I would just think, man, why am I even going to do that? I'm probably not even going to, I'm probably going to fail at it. Why am I even going to do that? Or like if I made a small mistake, I would cry and have anxiety and I would be so hard on myself. And my husband would be like, it's not a big deal. It's okay. Blah, blah, blah. Right? Like it was the first time you did it and all this and that. And I would, I would just cry, would have anxiety. And I would tell myself like, man, I'm so effing stupid. Like, I'm I'm just a mess up, you know. And when I finally understood and I was able to expose my lies that I had, it was because of how I was raised. That no matter what I did, it just wasn't good enough, right, for my dad. I never met the expectations that he had for me. And here's what I'm going to share with you, Okay. So I want to share two things with you. Another lie that I used to believe was that no one would ever marry me. So like I had two kids. I had kids really young, you guys. I was a single mom and I have baby daddies. Okay. So if you got baby daddies, it's all good. <laughs> we don't judge here. Okay. Um, But, and that's one of the big reasons why we don't judge because you name it, I've probably done it. Like, seriously. Okay? You name it, I've probably done it. I wasn't always a woman of faith, right? So I have I have a lot of stories. <laughs> but I don't talk about everything because I got to feel that that's what God wants me to talk about. Or if I know that that's going to help someone. Or if people have been asking me about that certain thing, then I'll obviously share. Um, so... That's why I talk about like your your stories are powerful. Your message can help people because it's true. But you're not a novella, right? You don't have to tell everybody your business. So anyways, so one of the things is that, how could I put this? I was a big party girl, you guys. I was a big party girl. I used to go to the club all the time, all the time. I mean, all the time, okay? I used to get drunk all the time too. That was my life. Um, but I remember, and this is so sad, you guys, but it is what it is, right? And it's not that I hold on to it. It's just to show you how much someone can plant a seed, a negative thing in your heart that causes you like, like words are so powerful and someone could say something that will literally like, it'll almost feel like the stain, like someone just threw a a splash of oil that stained your white shirt. So that's how deep words go, you guys, that it'll stay with you. But I remember, you know, I I mean, I grew up in a family where my my family drank all the time. That's all all that I saw. And so that was kind of normal for me. That was part of my world, but you know, one of the things was that I remember my dad telling me because he was like, oh, where were you last night? You're always going out, you know, et cetera, et cetera. 
And I remember he's like, I'm about to cuss, so cover your baby's ears, okay, guys? But he was like, uh, pareces una puta, Micaela. Nadie se va a casar contigo así. So if you don't speak Spanish, my dad literally said, you're an HOE, right? You're a whore. Nobody's going to marry you. And I believe that. I believe that that nobody was going to marry me because I was this party girl and nobody took me serious and nobody saw me as like a worthy person. I was just this party girl. So I just like remembering that it, I can't imagine saying that to my daughter, no matter how pissed I might be at her. Right. Because I get it. People go through their stuff. People do stuff. Being a single mom is like a whole other world. Like, obviously, this was pre-COVID, right? Like, going to the clubs. But I really believe that. Um, and then I remember I had, like, a friend who he's like, I don't know, girl, I don't know who's going to marry you. You're just so goofy. You're just so cool. You're like one of the guys. You're so cool. And, you know, I was always that girl that had, like, guy friends, we're chilling, we're talking, and I'd be like, you guys know I'm here, right? Yeah, but you're cool, you're, like, one of the guys. And I'm like, what? You know? So, I mean, that wasn't that bad, but, like, I guess this person meant it as a compliment. Like, you're, like, one of the guys. So, but it still makes you feel like, so I'm just so goofy that I'm never going to get married. Things like that will stay with you. And then I remember just being a single mom, waiting tables. And I wasn't going to share this story tonight, but it's all good. Maybe somebody needs to hear it. So I remember I drop off my son so that my dad could watch him because sometimes um, <laughs> my son's biological father wouldn't show up. It is what it is. But my son would tell me, no, mommy, stay with me, play with me, stay with me. And he was little, you guys. And inside, I just, oh, man, it just, like, I just shattered. My heart just shattered. And I remember just telling him, well, I have to get you pulled up, so I have to go to work. And, you know, um, and I remember just getting in the car, because this happened often. I, I would get in the car, and I would go drive to work, and I would cry. And I would just say, yeah, right. Like, someone's going to marry me so I could actually just, like, be a mom. You know, who's going to effing marry me? And I would just say that to myself. And I would end up getting to work crying, right? But then, because I was the goofy girl, just shaking it off. Like, I'm good, right? <laughs> let's bounce, bounce back. Let's go. And so why am I sharing that? Because, now let me just rephrase this. I'm not saying that. You know, you can't be a mom if you work or whatever, right? But that those were my thoughts because as a single mom, you're literally doing the job of two people. You're juggling everything. And it's a lot. You're you're paying the bills. You're doing everything that you have to do, right? And sometimes you're just doing what you got to do to keep a roof over your head. And so, you know, I was fortunate enough that I did make decent money to take care of us. And so, I mean, that's a whole other story. But listen, if you're a single mom and you're listening, let me just give you a shout out. You're amazing. You're freaking courageous and brave. I love you. I have 
so much respect for you. And don't let anyone treat you weird or different or you know people sometimes say stuff right especially like family like oh it is mama soltera or whatever you know i i used to hear all those things so girl if people are judging you because of that that's their problem not yours but anyways <laughs> so when people say stuff right we can hold on to that and begin to see ourselves from the definition of somebody else's opinion, right? Or their definition of us, their opinion of us. Now we're seeing ourselves through their through their eyes, through their thinking, right? Their thoughts, their viewpoint, their perspective. Let me just say this. Obviously, I ended up getting married, right? That's a whole other episode, but let me just look. This is how good God is, okay? My husband happens to be, how could I put it? He he likes to be goofy just like me. We joke around. We goof around. It's like literally I live with my best friend. Seriously. I mean, we've been through a lot. So when you go through a lot of crazy stuff and you stay together, it just makes you stronger. Seriously. And so it's just like, man, I still get to be myself. I still get to be that goofy girl and it's okay, right? That's the best thing. So other people's definition of you, it's so, it's it's not even relevant. It's not even relevant to your life. What I mean by that is when you really begin to allow the opinions of others to not phase you, but you're literally able to expose the lies that you believe And you're able to be like, well, I think this about myself. I say this to myself. It's kind of negative. Let me think back on where I heard this. Who said this? How did I end up adopting this thinking, this ideology? And how can I rewrite that? Your thoughts about yourself can literally nourish you or damage you. Your thoughts about yourself will shape the way that you see yourself, your thoughts and your views about yourself and the what you're saying to yourself is so powerful that it will literally form the basis for how you live your life, the foundation for how you live your life. And if you are holding on to the negative self-talk, if you're not doing anything to stop it, you're literally having this foundation that's like made of sand, right? And and what happens when sand, you can literally sink into sand, right? I was reading this thing. I was actually watching this thing a while ago. And then I read this article about like quicksand. I think when they have like sandstorms now, correct me if I'm wrong, because I'm not a sand expert, but the sand can literally like pull you down. It can pull you down and you won't be able to get out of it. And I feel like I shared that on another episode. But it's so important that you begin to interrupt those thoughts about yourself. So I'm going to share this with you really quick. I kind of went off topic (laughs) because I wasn't going to share that story, but that's cool. I want to share this with you, okay? And this is something that I, I do with my clients. And it's so important that you do this. You've got to begin to renew your mind. When you renew something, you're literally making something new. 
you're you're literally transforming the way that you are thinking about something. And your brain is really powerful. It's literally going to do what you tell it. You just have to tell it what to do, right? So if you're constantly saying negative things about yourself, thinking negative things about yourself, believing lies about yourself, then it's really hard to kind of overcome that unless you intentionally do it. The reason why you have to renew your mind is because it's going to remove mindsets that are damaging, mindsets that are going to leave you stuck. But renewing your mind goes so much so much deeper because when you renew your mind, it helps your view of who you are align with what God says about you. And that's when you really find freedom. I'm not here to push my beliefs on people, but I want you to know that this is what I've done. This is what has helped me. When you begin to understand that what other people have said about you, what you have been through, where you came from, I mean, like the things that people sometimes say to their children, the things that people speak into their children without even knowing that you're literally damaging them or the trauma that some women experience that leaves them hurt and wounded for years and years because of what other people did sucks. I'm just going to say it like that. So a lot of times now, listen, I'm not here to badmouth our parents or whoever raised us or whatever. But listen, some people did the best that they could. Some people, think about this, some people, some parents, some people are selfish, right? They neglect kids. They put themselves first. Also, like in, in I don't know how to explain this, but like in our Latino culture, Hispanic culture, and and this is a thing in a lot of communities of color. Like when somebody was struggling with something or there was a problem, you either heard, well, don't be telling nobody your business or we don't go to counseling because that's for gente loca, right? And it was like this mentality, this thinking that like, you don't do that stuff. Especially like if you grew up in the hood like I did, you didn't tell people your business already and then to go talk to a counselor like yeah they just want to know my business right it's just such a weird thinking and guys we have to break out of that because counseling is so helpful counseling is so necessary when you've experienced a lot of trauma and dysfunction it's it's really like you need it to nourish yourself and the reason why I do this the way that I do is because when you have experienced so much heartbreak and setback and you're able to kind of see like a different perspective of yourself aside from what people have told you, it is so refreshing. It is like you have been wearing an old pair of shoes. They have holes. It rains. You get water. You get wet. You go through mud. You get muddy. You get dirty. Your feet hurt, your toes hurt, but those are the only shoes you know how to walk in. Those are the only shoes you know how to wear. But then you find out there's a whole store with other pairs of shoes that fit you, that are brand new, 
that feel comfortable, that don't have holes, that you don't have to, your feet don't have to get wet. When you walk in the mud, you don't get muddy. And it's like, wow. So look at how those shoes look on my feet, right? Look how they feel. Wow, I feel like a new woman. That is exactly what happens. When you begin to see yourself and align who you are with who God says that you are, okay? Because you've got to interrupt the thought process. Now, one of the things that I do is have women write down. So like you could do this, okay? I'm going to try to wrap it up because the work that I do is so deep that it's hard to like get into one episode, right? But here's something to start you off with because it's the new year and I want to give back, okay? I want you to know that you don't have to continue having these negative thoughts and this negative self-talk. So write down three things that you say about yourself that are negative and dig deep and think about who did I hear say this? Did somebody say this to me? Did I make a mistake that caused me to put that label on myself? Because that happens too. Now, one of the things that I help women do is create custom affirmations. Okay, I'm not talking about like the whole I am this and manifesting that and I'm going to have this and I'm going to be that. No, girl, listen, if that's your thing and you like to do that and it's working, do your thing. Okay. I'm never going to tell someone not to do something or that my way is better. I prefer this way because this is what really helped me. So when you begin to align powerful words with who you are, you begin to really embrace a new mindset. That's where the renewing comes. It's like, all the stuff that people said to you, you just kind of put it on like like a sweater, like a viejita sweater. I wear those quite often if you don't speak Spanish. I said old lady sweater, sorry. <laughs> and, you know, you're comfy. It's cozy, right? The viejita sweater is cozy. But then when you get a new one, it's clean, it's fresh, it smells good. And it's even more cozy. It's soft. It's like, wow, this is me. This is who I really am. When that happens, you're now seeing yourself from a new lens. You're now having new thoughts about yourself. When you interrupt the negative thoughts and you rewrite those lies, like maybe you say, I am so stupid. And you rewrite that, but you attach something that God says about you. It is so powerful. Here's what I'm going to have you do. And then I'm going to wrap it up because... I mean, I could go so deep into this and it's like my thing. So I could go really deep into it. But this is like kind of where those limiting beliefs come in that I'll have to talk about at another time. But listen, here's what I want you to know. You're not here by accident. You were created on purpose with a purpose. And no matter what you've been through, it doesn't change your purpose. God's not like, oh, you messed that up, girl. You're done, right? (laughs) So we'll just take like Psalm 139.14, okay? And Psalm 139.14 says that I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Now, if you are someone who feels like you're not worthy or you're not good enough or you're stupid, you could literally just say, I am worthy because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Or... Here's one of my favorite verses. It's Ephesians 2.10. It says, you are God's masterpiece. 
Just think about that. Think about a masterpiece. Think about if you're an artist, a creative, and you, I don't know, maybe you do hair, and you do something, and you look at it, and you're like, wow, I did that. This is a masterpiece. If you are a masterpiece, then how can you be stupid? Then how can you be not good enough, right? You have to challenge those things that you think about yourself that are negative. Now, let me say this. If you are like, Micaela, I love you, girl, but I'm not into the whole Bible verses. That is not my thing. Hey, I respect that. I understand. I get it. In fact, before I started walking with God, I didn't want to hear anything about people telling me about their beliefs. I get it. So you can also use an inspirational quote and you can do that the same. Okay. You can literally take like, let me think Maya Angelou. She has amazing, like, come on, Maya Angelou's a poet, right? But, you know, she has an amazing quote and I have to remember, um, So it says, you may encounter many defeats, but you must not be defeated. In fact, it may be necessary to encounter the defeat so you can know who you are, what you can rise from, how you can still come out of it. That's one of my favorites. You could literally like take part of that and just be like, especially like if you're having a hard time or if people are judging you, you could literally just be like, you know what? This person says I'm stupid or this person says that my life won't ever change. Or you say to yourself, man, my life is always going to suck. It's always going to be like this. And you can just say, my life is going to get better. You can make it very like custom to you and just say, you know what? I will not be defeated. I may encounter the defeat so you can enter your name, but I will rise and I will come out of it. So That's just a little part of like creating custom affirmations. Obviously, I can go deeper. We can customize this to who you are. But if you want to know more, DM me on Instagram. I'd love to kind of help you with your first three things that you write down. Again, I do have three 60% off scholarships for my one-on-one coaching program. So if you want to know more, DM me. Um, You can also go to fearlessmohead.com, click on coaching, and it'll take you to my calendar. Hey, I love you. I hope that you have a great day and I will talk to you soon. God bless. Hey girl, I'd love to know what you thought about this episode. Let's take the conversation deeper. Come join the podcast community so you can stay empowered and inspired. Go to fearlessmuhead.com, click on podcast community or click on the link in the show notes. Hey, can I ask you something really quick? Have you ever been discouraged and questioned if something was wrong with you? You tried to fake it till you make it, but you still doubted your abilities. You listened to the podcast and the motivational speakers, but that just didn't work. You believe that there's more for your life and you're ready to tap into what that looks like for you. You're ready to unleash your courage, step into your authority, and reignite your confidence. If you're like, yeah, girl, that's me, I'd love to talk more. One of my gifts is helping women reignite their confidence, find balance in their life, and step into their authority. Do you think it would be crazy if we worked together? 
schedule a 30-minute consultation call with me and let's see if we're a good fit. You can DM me on Instagram at the Fearless Mujer Podcast or you can go to fearlessmujer.com, click on coaching and you'll see the link so that you can schedule your 30-minute consultation call with me. And hey, don't forget to share this episode with your amigas because something powerful happens when we lift each other up. And go ahead and share this to your Instagram stories. Tag the Fearless Mujer podcast and I'll make sure to give you a shout out. All right, girl. God bless.